Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One more time. There you go, Woody. We got it going here on a Friday. Good morning to everyone out there. A lot of stuff going on. Another busy night. And uh, by the way, surprise, surprise. We end up getting kind of an entertaining game, except for the officials last night. 19 penalties and 257 yards. Let me be the story. But uh, Seattle had the lead there in the fourth quarter of that game. An old-fashioned shootout. And uh, Dak might have helped his chances here for the every week. It's a different person MVP. Uh, but last night he had another monster game, including the go-ahead touchdown in that fourth quarter. So uh, Dak's on a roll, three touchdown passes. Gino, Miramar High School, right down here, uh, had three touchdowns as well. But I, I folks, I, and I'm not one to say it. It, uh, it this is not it affected the game, and that's why somebody lost or won. I tried to stay away from that, and and I did it once this year. And as a rule through the years, when Dolphins have lost games and had some calls go against them, um. I just don't come on and go, oh, we lost because of the penalties. No, we usually lose because of a lot of other reasons. So do all your favorite teams. But just from what could have been a great night for Thursday night football, really good night. I mean, my God, you say 41-35 and you didn't see it. You're sprinting to see what happened in the fourth quarter. And Dallas and Seattle, did. they were there, man. They, they had to lead a lot of that game. And then – you see 19 penalties total for 257 yards. Um, Did you see the offsides calls like Dallas were getting rung up for? Like they got consecutive offside calls, gave them a first down. Like we, We've seen that was, a lot it more. It was outrageous. We've seen a lot more of that. A couple guys have just They're like. They're lining up offsides. Like blatantly. Like close, yeah. Yeah, but, but again, if, if there's a, a gray area, and there's a big old gray area of, of – I get, I get it that a guy grabs a guy a little bit, or, but does it really affect it? Especially if he's in good coverage. And 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 for, to your point, are you sure he's offsides? Or is it, you know, and those guys, I get it, man. Those guys should learn how to line up and and you know, make sure that they're on the other side of where that football, that center's getting ready to snap the football, and they see it. And but my God, man. And I I know they're doing everything for scoring they can health uh, keeping guys healthy and more offense is is the goal of the league. They want forty one thirty five games, but do you have to call nineteen friggin' penalties for two hundred fifty seven? There's only one thing that can screw up a really good game, and that's you see a play and you got to turn around. And by the way, you do it as a 
the, during the games, we're doing it. And I go, hey, Jimmy, uh, we got a – we got a flag at center field there in the back, and uh, sure enough, and you, then you look at the area and you go, oh, that's the area of a holding call. Now, some of them, some of them are blatant, and some, some you, you get hooked as you're getting beat, and you go, you know, the guy basically tackles him so his quarterback won't get hit. I, I understand that. That's an easy call, or, or a guy gets beat and he just tackles a friggin' receiver, or a guy grabs his face mask and, and, and can't get his hand out fast. I understand that, but some of this this stuff on, you know, contact down the field. Now that's a big one this off season. The five yard, you know, to keep it going. We Not don't like every pass play. There was a legal contact. There was a I know. flag down. I think my favorite call of the night was the the touchdown that Seattle scored before the half. And so they they first of all they can't figure out if the guy caught the ball. Right, they right. go up to the guy in the booth who's doing the Amazon game. Right. I don't know which official it is in the booth. Goes, he didn't lose control of the ball. That's a catch. Then they go on the field and they go, he lost control of the ball. It's not a catch. But don't worry because there's pass interference in the end zone anyway. Right. <laughs> so right. So it's like it doesn't matter. I, there were a lot of penalties in that game, man. It was really there. It there was is tough, just but the to the commissioner. And again, I'm not. You know the Dallas story's great. It was a shootout, and yeah, you got hard great to say quarterback it was bad play. When you score on damn near eighty points, right? But but I gotta say, man, do you have to go? And I, Pete Carroll said something after the game too. But nineteen penalties for two hundred fifty-seven yards. It literally, it, it's just uh, it's very frustrating. All right, so so you get it. Good Thursday night football game. Dallas keeps it going at home. They got a nice. Uh, Nice little story now between Philadelphia, San Francisco, who, by the way, play each other and uh, this week. And then there's the Cowboys. You, you want to hear a crazy one I hit you with this morning, Woody, before we get on to the heat? And, uh, by the way, how about that last night? We'll have that speaking of offense in just a second. If this thing ended right now, I got you on this one. So the top wild card would be the Dallas Cowboys because – the Eagles are going to win most likely the NFC East. So, so now they're top wild card in a great position. But wild card got to travel. They would play Atlanta in the first round, and you know that's indoors too, right? That's the same 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 track meet in Atlanta as Dallas. How bad would that game be? Atlanta, hey Dallas, Dallas must be saying, listen, if we can't win it, we know we got that first game against Atlanta. In uh, basically, again, perfect conditions. Go to Atlanta, not that far, and uh, and then come back, and then we'll we'll see who we have to when we have to go to San Francisco or or end up going to uh, Philadelphia for a, for another matchup. But yeah, I just get a kick out of that one. Is you you look at the standings, and and I almost forgot. Like, oh, that's right. If you win your division, no matter what your record is, you get that home game. That first home game is uh is going to be yours. And by the way, that's the goal, man. That's the goal of uh of the Miami Dolphins. They get set to take on Washington, who's got you know, I they got a lot of good players, don't get me wrong, but but they've got some serious problems. And and you're going, well, well but besides losing, what are you talking about? Well, Jack Del Rio is a scapegoat, right? He's first guy. Defense is basically dead last. They, they've given up a ridiculous amount of touchdown passes. And if you don't think the Miami Dolphins, with a number one pass offense, 
going against what they do or don't do, it's unbelievable. So they're 32nd in pass defense. We have the top pass offense. And they have given up 28 touchdowns through the air. That's hard to do. And, I mean, they are way out. Usually a lot of these stats are close, right? The, the turnover thing, there's a lot of guys, a lot of teams between 18 and, and 20, 21 turnovers. We're one of them. But this this stat, there's two stats that Washington owns, first of all, and, and they're bad stats. They're, they're terrible. Sam Howell's been sacked 55 times. This is some kind of record that he's looking at. And God bless him if he stays healthy getting hit 55 times. I mean, he is so far out in front of, I'm the sack guy. Everybody wants to play so they can sack me, play against me. And and then the other one is they can't cover anybody. 28 touchdowns they've given up so far this year. So there you have it for uh, for that matchup and probably wondering if you were why the Dolphins for a second straight week <clears throat> are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I can't wait, by the way, till we get to go over the picks. You know, it's my favorite segment of the week is when we get to no, do know, uh, the, the know, picks, like Joe. That. Yeah. But there are some wild starting quarterbacks and stuff this weekend, man. This is going to be a fun one. Well, Flacco is back. Flacco. God, that's amazing. <laughs> Couple right, a week ago, week and a half ago, he sitting with his kids, playing with his kids. Yeah. Are the Jets? Uh, hell, his kids might again, be grown up. I might even be wrong. They might be grown up already. He might not be the worst one. The Jets are starting that that guy again, right? Yeah. That's all right. We'll have we'll have man, a different Aaron oh, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he, he he'll have a new take on uh, the Jets. Got to win this weekend. On this taking on that Atlanta team you just talked about. I don't know. I just saw that. Got to keep it alive so Rodgers can come back, right? See that matchup, man. Atlanta, Dallas going to Atlanta if that thing ended today, and and Atlanta's able to uh, win their division. Hey, by the way, the other story last night. Uh, I didn't realize I forgot how good the Pacers like. They just want to run up and down the court and just outscore. I mean, they score more than anybody in the league. 142 to 132 last night. The Heat scored 45 points in the fourth quarter, second most in the history of the franchise. Uh, they made 15 of their last 17 shots. There's not a whole lot of D, and if you've seen some of the highlights and you didn't see it, Jimmy Butler, when he did score, a lot of shots inside, and he made a ton of free throws because he got fouled a lot. And uh, Jaime Hawkes, once again, man, 24 points, this rookie out of UCL, 14 in the fourth, and uh, Bam got hurt, so he left, and so they need a little more scoring and uh, got it from uh, a bunch of guys and a lot from the bench last night. But uh, just a good old-fashioned 142-132 to 132 win for, uh, for the Miami Heat. 78 second-half points for the Miami Heat. Said, hey, we're not used to playing this way, but I guess every so often Jimmy went for 36 points last night as well, had a huge game. and, and uh, That rookie can play, man. He kid can play. He can play. I was getting I'm texts surprised. from my buddies. We've been getting these texts for the last few days now watching him play. Can you believe the Blazers, that Cronin idiot over there, wouldn't take him in a trade? No. Because he's, he's actually pretty pretty good. So, and I know that he's on in a very – you talk about systems with quarterbacks. I think he's in a very good system here. For his style of play. Heat to succeed. So but, I think that's part of the reason. But, man, he, he's a talented player. The Heat did a good job with that one. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler said this after the game, and, like, he said he doesn't act like he, – he, he's doing stuff that guys that have been in the league – 
And he, he said he's doing stuff that I learned at 28 and 29 he's already doing as far as getting inside fundamentals uh, and everything that he does. He doesn't force anything. But, my God, he goes double digit and high percentage shots every night. That guy's makeup is uh, just a little bit different. You always wonder how young guys and, – and, by the way, we've had young guys and we have some right now wonder if they're ever going to play from – from some different parts of the world here and, uh, and you know, have the high ceiling and maybe they'll come around. But there is something to be said for going to college. Did, did Jaime went four years, I think. He go to UCLA. The I think he, he about maxed it out at UCLA there. But, man, his game is uh, – it, it's, it's complete, man. He is complete. I had no idea he's going to be this good. No idea on how good um, – his style of play is last night. Yeah, you go Jimmy Butler, 36, and 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 you're thinking all the names that could be the second leading scorer, and you go, well, Bam had to go out with that hip, so Jaime Hawkins goes for 24 points. Just uh, good stuff and, and a fun, different kind of game last night, and uh, they'll play each other again coming up here So over the weekend. We got uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of news to get to here this morning. Uh, the Panthers also – get another win in Montreal last night. Have you noticed quietly that Big Bob doesn't have to knock down as many shots these days? Have you noticed the defense in front and the way those guys are playing, man? It's uh, been pretty impressive. 5-1 win over Montreal last night for Hagee and Bennett and Barkov and the rest of them. Uh, Another another good game for them. So they come home, getting a lot of points up in Canada, coming back home now, 14-7-2 with 30 points on the season. And then we got, when we come back, got some Tyreek Hill news to get to. We've uh, got a lot more stuff uh, in the show that we want to jump on, uh, including a big night, big night, maybe the number one college football game tonight for that playoff system. Maybe tonight. Or is that just because I'm an old Pac-8 guy slash Pac-10 guy? I got the I got the switch over from my junior to senior year from Pac-8. This to is the Pac-10. last game they'll ever play, that conference. That's it. Isn't that wild? Wow. This is it. Swan song, huh? And Woody, as much as oh. you've ripped that conference, I thought maybe you could oh. stay up and watch it tonight and watch. Is the game at like one in the morning? No, no, no. I think they're doing it. They're trying to help the East Coast. I I think it's a kind of an East Coast start. So you're saying that this being the last Pac-12 game ever that I should watch it and make it my first time ever watching a Pac-12 game. Maybe this is one of the best games as far as matchups go with Oregon and Washington playing each other. Most likely the winner of that game, Washington for sure if they stay undefeated, but Oregon may get in if if they beat them. No, this game will be fun. The over-unders at like 70 points. Oh, it should so be. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout. Fun, yeah. And if that's not enough, we've got – all the state semifinal games um, right here in South Florida because of the records of all of our teams and another really good year. We've got uh, a bunch to get to as far as that goes. The state semifinals, the winners tonight will go to the state championship game where we have three or four schools that seem to win it damn near every year. We will go to break. We're running late here on a – can I still say this, Woody, even though there's some Panther and some heat? It's a football Friday. 
All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back here on a Friday. Hope everybody's got great plans set up. I will tell you, I'm not saying they're all great games, but if uh, this is kind of a cool time for college football because now we're really down to not trying to predict who's going to get to the Final Four and who's going to win their conference. and It's here, man. It is finally here in these conference championship games, and then I'm sure something's going to happen. I saw Nick Saban. He couldn't help himself. It would be a terrible thing for college football. If an SEC team, as good as our football is, doesn't have one team in. I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, we're going to beat Georgia, and I'm going to jump for eight or nine in that playoff poll, and I'm going to force them because of pressure and SEC football to put me in one of those four spots. And by the way, I'm not so sure Nick's right about one thing. If we're just talking about best teams and he beats the number one team, Nick might be right. He he probably's got... A, a decent argument with one loss to be in. Although, then Texas goes, wait a second, we beat them in Alabama. Yeah, there's. Uh, it's going to get crazy. And by the way, Oregon, uh, who's got one loss on a crazy ending to their game with Washington earlier, is a big favorite against an undefeated Washington team. That game's tonight. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun, as I said before. State semifinal games for high school football and uh, of course next week will be the finals and always cool I always thought that would have been cool if they would have had that in that big old state that I grew up in in California to win a state championship that would have uh, been pretty damn cool if they would have had something like that and of course our schools down here the same three or four schools seem to win a lot of them and could be getting more this year so we'll have all that with Larry Bluestein coming up want to get to the story Tyreek Hill you know, we talked about this yesterday, Woody. Tyreek Hill going to cover the lost salary for K-Fitz. Kevin Fitzgibbons, but we are going to call him K-Fitz now. Uh, for that touchdown flip video in the corner when he took it for uh, Tyreek and everything. He's a UM student, and uh, he was told by the NFL, you're you're not only suspended, but you're probably done for, for that. And, and, of course, they're getting blasted. And Woody, to your point yesterday, Everybody going, what is the league doing? This 20-year-old kid, the video is a big hit. People want to see it. They can't get enough. This guy, anything this guy Tyree Kill does, we can't get enough from his flips to, 
his big, long passing receptions and runs after catch and everything this guy's doing. What's he going to do next? Is so good for the league. And all you do is find this guy and suspend and fire people that work with him. So Tyreek Hill says, hey, man, Kev, K. Fitz, don't worry, brother. I'm going to pick up whatever they were paying you. If they want to go ahead, they can do it. You and I are going to be doing some work together anyway, so I'll pick up whatever your lost money is that you were getting from the NFL, I'll pick up. I'll tell you what, Tyreek, that's a pretty cool thing to do, right? He, he He's aware of everything. Even if somebody like some kids are acting like Tyreek at a park, he sprints down there to, you know, to, to meet them and do stuff with them and race them. And um, I tell you, better than advertised. N- not as good as advertised. Better. I had no idea we were going to get um, Tyreek Hill. And honestly, the way Kansas City used him, and, and I saw him run away from people and make those guys, those Buffalo guys in one of the great games, that Kansas City-Buffalo game, and, and Tyreek running away from those safeties like like they were plow horses trying to run a Gulfstream Park. I, I, I saw it, but I had no idea all the different ways he can be used, and he's just as good. He's just as good running takeoffs, as crossing routes, as – uh, anything you you he he's helping your he helps your offense when he runs off the field to get some Gatorade because they think he's in motion they got half the defense running over there to grab Gatorade with him it's uh it's been fun been fun to watch what what's going on there by the way Coral Gable's story uh very interesting uh I don't know how much there is to it somebody called me last night I said I again I have no idea and I wasn't gonna check on it. Lance Guidry, defensive coordinator, getting some top schools and and schools that can pay big money to try to get them to come, obviously, what Lance Guidry did as a defensive coordinator for for the Canes, talking about LSU and USC, um, who score a lot of points. Matter of fact, when you think of two schools that like just score a lot of points and need to, need to score in the last last drive of the game to have a chance to win. Like every one of their games. Does it seem like LSU and USC, and, and two of the best quarterbacks in the country, does it seem like it's a 48 or 48 to 50 point game they have to score to win in a lot of these games? It, it seems that way. So uh, hopefully that all works out in what is going to be a busy, busy few days coming up here besides the bowl game. Mario's got to figure out which coaches and which players are still with him and which ones are going to be moving on. And then uh, it looks like the quarterback situation is is now taken care of, and Jakari Brown will, will start in that. But uh, the other part is interesting. So you either got guys you want to get rid of, and we saw that a year ago, or you have guys that you really like, and now you're trying to hold on to them. And, uh, and so I will tell you one thing. I don't know if Lance really, like he said, he, he loves it here. And he's not looking to go anywhere else. He just recently said that. Loves it here. Loves the guys. Loves who they're recruiting. And, and they are bringing in more horses. Um, another great recruiting class, high school recruiting class on the way. Uh, it, it just, I, I, I promise every Canes fan, we will not hear they offered too much money. We couldn't match. You will not have to worry about that anymore. 
You can take that off the list. There's some things that we still need to fix and and get better at, but the one you won't have to worry about is the one that used to kill everybody. We can't get top coaches because we don't have enough money to pay our coaching staff. That's done. That's over. The Canes and what they pay their coaches, the Dolphins have nothing on them. (laughs) Nothing at any level on the Miami Dolphin coaches what do UM coaches make, except there's 25 or 26 Dolphin coaches, and what are we at, 10 or 11 now with uh, with college football. Uh, we have uh, a bunch of other stuff that I want to uh, to roll on, and it was a great night last night. Thursday night football was fantastic. It, it's always interesting because the order usually goes like this, and this is what happens when you sit and watch games all night. Panthers usually start at 7 o'clock, so they kick it off, and then you flip it over to the Heat, see what kind of start they get off to. Very slow start last night before scoring 142 points and winning in a just a basically no-D game. they just going back and forth last night. Just crazy, but fun. Fun game to watch. And then, of course, the last event to take place last night. And I, I think I thought Dallas was going to just score and just be three or four touchdowns out in front. I did. I thought it was going to be a lopsided game last night. Ends up being a great game, man. Seattle sitting there about midway through the fourth with the lead. And uh, Dak Prescott, of course, for his uh, this week, I'm sure. And I'm guessing before we have any of the other games, everybody's going to be screaming for Dak in the MVP award as uh, he's now at 60, 26 touchdowns after having three touchdowns again last night. Geno Smith, by the way, played great for Seattle from down here in South Florida. Good stuff. The only the only issue last night. I I, I know they're try, we're trying to keep guys healthy. That's the, the most important thing is, you know, safety. But the penalties – and then it goes back to this. And there there are blatant penalties, right? Guys jump off sides and a guy moves early. And, and there, there are certain things that everybody can see and go, yeah, well, that's an easy call. But, my God, this, this touching guys and going by them and bumping into each other before in their route, I, I, do you have to call that stuff? There's plenty to call. I mean, if a guy gets mugged, he you know, we like to say, a guy gets mugged and gets wrapped up and – clearly got beat and just says, screw this. You're not catching it, man. I'm taking you down. But, man, some of these do you have. And I get there's grabbing every play so you can call it. There, there's a big, fat gray area in football. But the defense, my God, man, you, you're giving them no shot, which I shouldn't say that because half the teams in the NFL are struggling to score 17 points a game. But last night, the only thing that screwed up what could have been, I don't want to say as good as the Buffalo-Philadelphia game. I thought that was one of the best games I've seen in a long, long time. Best, the best game of the year. But, my God, 19 penalties and 257 yards of penalties? Come on. You know, and they're showing them. And if you can look on, you know, the internet and social media and see a lot of them, and it's the old, do you really need to call this? Do you really need to call this? So I went to a high school football game last year, and a guy called a penalty on the other side, Woody. And uh, the, the the play was on this, and he called a penalty on the far side. So at halftime, I went over, and I wasn't a crazy. I don't want you to think I'm a crazy. Like sometimes I get in the, in the morning from too much coffee. So I just walked over to the guy 
and I and I just said, and I could see the guy wasn't in great shape. And man, we got a shortage of high school of officials, and those guys do the best they can. Some of them shouldn't be doing it, but but they're doing the best they can. So I said, hey man, you, you called a penalty like forty yards away from the play. It had nothing to do, and now you got to call this guy's interception back because of a call. It might have been a call, but it was like thirty-five yards away, man. And everybody knows. High school football's got more penalties. You, there's games that I've been to with some of the best teams that 19 penalties is halftime of some of these games. And I'm like, do you have to, you know, and he got like, you know, it's, and it's, again, it's how you, you ask a guy a question. And he didn't want to hear it. But, but I was nice about it. I was like, hey, you know, I just wondering, like, damn, play like, Guy's running 40 yards past it. You see something on the other side, and you called it like had nothing to do around the football. Like, why, why call that, man? Why call that? Just, we got to let him play a little bit, don't we? And I know I was a guy bitching when Philadelphia didn't have any penalties when we had 10. And there were some that I thought should have been called in favor to just, I don't think it's ever 10 penalties to none, ever. In a game, but um, yeah, that's uh, the only thing take away. The league can look at that and go, "How'd you like that? You got one of your two or three best games you've had of the year, and you got it on a Thursday night football. Those guys are paying all that friggin' money. You finally give them what could have been a great game, and you throw nineteen penalties at them for two hundred fifty-seven yards. Damn." All right, we got to go to break. We've uh, got a lot more stuff to uh, to get to here as we continue on this morning and, and something I'm going to start the morning with that I feel strongly about to help all men out there. By the way, my anniversary is is here, Woody. Where I didn't forget about that anniversary. It's also a big day at Atlantic Men's Clinic. That's right. A lot of guys going down there dealing with low T. Not anymore if they've been going to Atlantic Men's Clinic. I tell all guys out there, man, if you're tired all the time and just don't have the energy you used to and find yourself like catching up on sleep all weekend and just – and your wife says or girlfriend goes, I know you don't want to go out tonight. Maybe tomorrow night. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sucks, man. You don't want that. And then how about your sex drive? <laughs> Is that shot too? Because that usually comes with low T – is a little ED in there. And if you're going through any of that stuff, go to Atlantic Men's Clinic. I've been telling you, man, that dirty little secret you've had and you don't know what to do, you can fix it. Your initial visit, if you go, there's a medical consultation, is a TINA PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, and that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. That's the best one. You tell them what's going on, how long you've had it going on, and uh, they're going to get all those those test results and Check it out, and, and you'll start feeling better. you have more energy. Within a few weeks, you'll really start to notice a difference. Just get more. You wake up. You feel a little better. You sleep better. I mean, it just all comes together. Your sex drive is back, and you're going to be feeling good. And we have six locations throughout South Florida to serve you for the holiday season. It's a heck of a gift to give yourself or someone you care about. Call them today, 877-455-7300, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. You also commented uh, you know, a couple of days ago saying that you think that this current Dolphins team is uh, better, you know, 
more talented than yeah. Kansas City Chiefs team. Yeah. Just wonder if you kind of elaborate on that, just what sticks out to you about this team being in that team. I mean, just look at the stats, man. The stats, you know, speak for themselves and, uh, and also the salary cap. So that's all I'm going to say on that. A lot of people may not want to want to agree with me, but they know I'm right, though. Like, they can look like, like they can, like, be like, oh, we have this player. So what? Like, look at the salary cap and look at the stats this year. Like, that's all I got to say. Why do you think this team is also uh, better equipped to um, avoid? Obviously, you guys were 8 3 last year. You right. lost five straight games. Why do you think you guys are, you know, better shaped to avoid that this year? Man, like, we've added a lot of guys, man, a lot more, you know, veteran guys um, who really understand, you know, about the situation that we're in, man. So um, we're definitely in a better spot. Obviously, we're at the same point we were at last year, and um, Coach just had got guys, you know, flying around the ball more, you know, more attention to detail. And it feels different this year, man. You feel me? So we're on a roll right now. So it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. Tyreek Hill, man, telling it like it is, they do have a much better team than this. This 8-3 and three has nothing in common with last year's 8-3. and three. You're going, oh, what? Well, first of all, the teams you're playing. Uh, we're going to play Washington instead of going out to play San Francisco. You, you, you want to start with that one. Um, second of all, the pieces you've had, and, and I totally agree with the guy running the defense, Vic Fangio. Um, guys that just, you got a lot of really good players and Jalen Ramsey, um, is such a huge piece of, uh, of this thing. So I, I agree you're under their belt. They've been through a lot and it does feel a lot different starting with your numbers overall. And, you know, you just heard. Tyree talking about the number one offense in, in football. They run it and Mostert numbers. It's amazing still the guy that doesn't get talked about. You you want to talk about a guy that people kind of throw into. I feel like he's just kind of into the system. Is Raheem Mostert, right? Guy's got more touchdowns than anybody. <laughs> I mean, and that's a big deal, like out in San Francisco with McCaffrey. I'm like, okay, that's great what he's doing. Our guy doesn't carry the ball or do his – he got more touchdowns. And nobody talks about him. Everybody goes through all these running backs they, they want to talk about. And by the way, you, you want to talk about one of the good guys in the locker room and on the airplane and in the hotel and uh, one, one of the many. And I think that's also – can't put, you got a lot of good dudes, man. One thing about our team, we had a lot of good guys. We had guys grow up all over the country now. From, you know, hardcore south to on the west coast flying around. A little out there. But yeah, a lot of guys, man, still all really close to this day. And I feel like their team is kind of built the same way. But my God, man, Raheem Mostert. Is averaging 5.2 yards per carry. He's got 13 touchdowns running. He's got a couple more touchdowns through the air. Got 15 touchdowns, man. Stayed healthy. I, I love the way he's used. Matter of fact, when I see Raheem get 20 carries, I, I kind of, kind of look over at the bench like, "Hey, coach, unless you really need him, 
There's no reason. Put somebody else in there. But, man, what what a year he's having. So, so when you look at that being more balanced, the running game this year compared to last year, uh, there, there's just a lot of things. Tua's playing. It's, whatever you thought of Tua last year besides his health, he's much better this year. Even after the last two games, he is much, much better. So we'll see. And, and I got people still telling me, hey, man, you need to calm down. I heard you today. You need to calm, you need to calm down a little bit. I heard you today. I um, Just saying, they're going to be big favorites in Las Vegas, not my favorite or your favorite. They're going to be big and not a fan favorite. They're going to be big favorites in Las Vegas. There's going to be some big spreads. This one's the same as last week at nine and a half right now. What do you think it's going to be like with the Titans next week and the Jets the week after? They're going to have a chance. You know, and again, it's got to start with this one. And then, you know, I I look at the matchups and I was like, God, I don't even know if I should even bring these up because people are going to say, oh, you're being a friggin' over-the-top homer. So, man, that, that defense for Washington, there's a reason Jack Del Rio got fired. It wasn't by accident. It wasn't like, Hey, Jack, you know, you're kind of rubbing everybody the wrong way. No, 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 no. The, the numbers, I know a lot of guys like Jack Del Rio. But the numbers, really bad. Now, that's not all his fault that they got rid of two of their best defensive players before the trade deadline. But now Ron Rivera's got to take over. Just, just I'm sure he didn't want to do is be the head coach and now got to run the defense. So it's like, hey, Ron. Because you know what that means. When you're running the the weakest part of the team, if it doesn't get better, just gives them another reason to fire you. Giving up 29-plus points a game. Dead last. Giving up almost 30 points a game. Dead last in the league. And they've given up 28 touchdown passes. Folks, I know you're going, well, was that, you know, I don't, that's five or six, seven touchdown passes ahead ahead of everybody else. They're getting everybody is coming in, getting three touchdown passes against them. So some of these numbers that and things that the Dolphins do really well, they're really bad at. And um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know you got to go play, and I know things happen and turnovers, and, you know, if you get too lopsided on that, you can ask Philly what happened when they played the Jets and Jalen Hurts turns the ball over three or four times in that game. You you can lose, and especially when some of them end up being defensive scores. But uh, it uh, looks pretty good, man. It just overall, I don't know for you, but I'm sitting here on a Friday, and I go, this 8-3 and three feels pretty good. And, right? Just got to take care of the teams you're supposed to, and this is one of them. This is one of them. They're not they, – their they're topics up there are a lot different than ours are down here. And, and they're trying to get to – and do some of the things that this uh, Dolphin team is doing. And when you get rid of guys and numbers aren't good and one side starts blaming the other and you don't do this and you don't do that and you start getting blown out at home and they've been blown out at home. How, how many weeks ago was it Buffalo went there and just beat them up, man? Beat them up on, at home. All right, we got to go to break. We've uh, got a lot more stuff to get to here. For the 7 o'clock hour, including our man Larry Bluestein, state semifinals, and uh, we've got some good ones. All the teams from the north. Every game, I believe, is in South Florida tonight. 
it, it's in, it's incredible. Every game is down here tonight. So uh, a bunch of games. And uh, then, of course, the state championship games as well. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get you caught up on some more Dolphin news as well. Heat, uh, just if you love offense, you love the Heat last night, putting almost record numbers in the second half of uh, of a game as different style than Heat are used to playing. But if you like those old ABA games, you, you got one of those last night. We've got the uh, 7 o'clock hour right around the corner. But first, I want to tell you about Beverly's Jewelers this morning. Good time this weekend to get out to Beverly's today, this afternoon. Whether it's for the holiday season, an anniversary, or a birthday, and it has to do with diamonds, go to Beverly's Jewelers. They've got such a large selection of diamonds, both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds, matter of fact. And by the way, they've always, you know, really taken pride in being the number one place to go for a diamond engagement ring. They really do. they got a large selection. They've got something for everybody. And they've got real knowledgeable people there. That's the thing. It's still family-owned. Amanda and Jeff over there are going to take good care of you and the family and their professional staff ready to, to make sure you get exactly what you need for this holiday season, and especially the diamond engagement ring. If you're looking and not sure and you're going in there, but you have a budget, tell them what you want to spend. Tell them what you can afford. And, uh, and let them show what they can do for you. I think you're going to be really impressed. There's no interest financing, free gift wrapping. Beverly's makes it easy to shop early and avoid the crowd starting even today or this weekend, offering 50 to 70% off select jewelry now through Christmas. Boy, if you need some extra cash, Beverly's gold buyers are on site every day for immediate payment with the highest payouts. So necklaces, bracelets, earrings, whatever you're looking for, for a little I love you during the holiday season, take it from me, man. I've been going there for almost 30 years now. Wouldn't go anywhere else. I don't think you should either. Give them a shot. Visit Beverly's Jewelers in Fort Lauderdale, just off Commercial Boulevard, or online at BevJewelers.com. Beverly's Jewelers, where South Florida gets engaged. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.